My first Thanksgiving took place in Aguascalientes, Mexico. It was the fall of 1995. I was in sixth grade, and our teacher, Miss Collins, who came all the way from Boston, Massachusetts, taught us about the tradition. As part of the history lesson, on the last Thursday in November that year, we had a school assembly instead of classes because we couldn't just have the day off since Thanksgiving is not an actual holiday in Mexico. So as part of the assembly, the sixth graders all dressed up in pilgrim and Native American outfits to reenact the supposed friendly meal between the two groups. It was a historically semi-accurate rendition for all of our families to see, but I wasn't super interested in the holiday. I was mostly fascinated by the idea of tasting pumpkin pie and stuffing for the first time in my life. And that was all I knew about the holiday. At my first Thanksgiving, no one cared about Black Friday sales or posting photos of their dining room tables on social media. Damn, I sound old. Now let me tell you about my second Thanksgiving. This episode is presented by Social Mosaic Communications, a branding boutique founded on the idea of embracing your diferente. Go to socialmosaic.us to start creating with purpose. You're listening to Diferente. Estás escuchando Diferente, the bilingual podcast where we celebrate and explore the complexities of living life between two or more cultures. I'm your host, Maribel Quesada-Smith, a producer and creative consultant from Mexico City, living in the U.S., who loves hip-hop and cumbia. I created Diferente to learn, laugh, and grow alongside you with stories and interviews that relate to the bicultural experience. Let's get started. My second Thanksgiving took place in Columbus, Ohio in the fall of 1996. We had just moved to the U.S. and we didn't really know many people. Plus, we had no family here, so what we did to celebrate was... Actually, what did we do that year? Maybe my mom will remember. Well, she didn't answer. Let's try my dad. Bueno. Papá, ¿tú te acuerdas cuál qué hicimos el, el primer año en Thanksgiving, el primer año que estábamos viviendo en Columbus? Y, pues no, no me acuerdo exactamente. ¿Qué era pasaríamos en la casa nosotros nada más? Pregúntale a Marco, él también puede que se acuerde. Okay. So basically my dad just told me he's not sure and I need to call my brother Marco. Ay, a ver qué Bueno. ¿No te acuerdas qué hicimos el primer año de Día de Acción de Gracias en Colombia? Yo no creo que nosotros hayamos hecho algo especial. No recuerdo haber hecho eso. Uh, pues está muy fácil. Nuestro primer Día de Acción de Gracias no hicimos nada. So Marco basically just told me that we didn't do anything, which is not the information I needed. Maybe my sister Monica will be, will be my last hope. Bueno. Sí, yo creo que estuvimos en la casa nada más. Okay. O sea, nos la pasábamos tranquilos, yo creo que viendo los juegos de fútbol de ese día, o sea, pero no realmente, o sea, hasta como que me acuerdo estando en pijama, así, ya sabes. Okay, so our first Thanksgiving in the United States, we spent it in our pijamas, watching TV, and I think relaxing at home. 
no fancy meal, apparently, no guests over to our house, and just the five of us. Does this sound familiar? This year, a growing amount of people, including ourselves, are planning to spend the holiday in a similar way, at home, without travel, and with less than 10 people. By contrast, according to a recent survey completed by the Ohio State Wexner Medical Center, 40% of Americans plan to attend a Thanksgiving gathering with 10 or more people. Look, I'm not going to lie to you. When I think back to that first holiday season in the U.S. and how lonely it felt not having our extended family around to celebrate it, it makes me sad. It was hard. And it's not a feeling I want to keep revisiting. But we survived. None of us really remember what we did that year because it doesn't matter anymore. We have made a ton of happy and fun holiday memories since then. A Washington Post article published on November 18th states that at the county level nationwide, the average estimated risk of running into a coronavirus-positive person at a 10-person-plus gathering is just a hair under 40%. That's a pretty high number. So if you take five of this week's Thanksgiving gatherings, you can expect that a coronavirus-positive person will be at two of these events. By the way, the link to this article will be in the episode's description. So my thought is this. Why risk it? This is one of those times that I find America to be a giant spinning contradiction. At that first Thanksgiving back in 1995, I learned that it's supposed to be a holiday when people gather to be thankful, but also when we remember what's important in life. You know, things like family, good health, kindness, and selfless acts. So why is it so hard to not be selfish and remember that we're all in this COVID-19 mess together? Why can't we stop being selfish and put others this holiday before ourselves? If the CDC says gatherings of 10 or more people could increase our odds of becoming infected with COVID and therefore spreading it to our parents, grandparents, significant others, etc., why aren't more people canceling these big gatherings? The CDC has posted guidelines to help people make safer decisions regarding gatherings during the holidays, knowing damn well that we have a significant number of citizens who don't give a fuck about anyone else but themselves. Still, they state, try to hold gatherings outdoors and still remain six feet apart from people who are not in your household and wear masks that cover the mouth and nose the entire time, except while you eat. I'll also post this link to the page on the CDC website in this episode description. I used to love this holiday because it seemed to be truly a time to just be grateful, eat good food, and hang with some of my favorite people. Lately, it seems to be the holiday of overconsumption and greed. Eat, 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 shop, shop, shop. Is anyone out there actually remembering to feel thankful this year? Thankful for what? I woke up thinking the other day, what a joke. This year's brought pain, loss, grief, isolation, depression, sickness, and so many other ugly things. But is this suffering any different than the suffering millions of people were already experiencing around the world before this pandemic? Before this worldwide pandemic ensued, there were people all over the world who suffered from loneliness, sickness, hunger, depression, mental illness, and poverty. 
The difference now is that we are all affected in some way. We've all had to feel the pain together. That's why this is so difficult, because there is no escaping the reality. Everywhere you look, people are dealing with some form of bullshit. There's no escaping that we live in a world where we've compromised our humanity in the name of growth and opportunity. Talking to my sister the other day about our memories from our first Thanksgiving in the U.S. got me thinking, is it possible that none of us remember that day because reliving it is not worth the pain of remembering what those early days used to be like for us? Remembering what we did on Thanksgiving Day in 1996 would mean having to think about the fact that we could count in one hand the number of people that we knew back then, or about the green air mattresses that my sister and I spent that entire first year sleeping on, and the grocery store sweater I gift-wrapped for myself as my only Christmas present that year. Those days suck. Were there people who had it worse than we did? Of course. I don't deny that, but that was our reality and our pain. So. I totally get why people don't want to spend the holidays in smaller gatherings. I understand why tradition is so important, but I also understand that this is not the last holiday season most of us will ever have. God willing, (laughs) there will be more to come. And from my experience, they will get better. Sure, life is short, but it will be shorter for many more people if we don't get this COVID spread under control. If we don't all make the sacrifice this year to stay home, in our pajamas, relaxing, because guess what? In 20-some years, we won't care what we did the holiday season of 2020. We'll care that we made it through and are able to live to tell our stories about the pain that we overcame together. Still, You might find it hard to feel thankful this year, and I don't think this means that you're a bad person. I think it's just hard to feel the positivity these days. I think the reason we find it hard is because we are too focused on what is making us miserable now and forget that we have lived through and survived worse things. Well, maybe not worse things, but we've definitely lived through and survived a lot of things. Maybe this year we don't have to be thankful for everything that is. Maybe we can be thankful for everything that has been. I know it might be contradictory to all the self-help gurus out there who are always yelling at us to stay in the moment, but give it a try. I find it strangely invigorating as a gratitude exercise to just think about what we can be thankful for from our past. Okay, fine, I'll go first. Here's what I'm thankful for this year. The relationships that didn't work out, because otherwise I wouldn't have met my husband. I'm also thankful for the shitty air mattress I slept on for that entire year long ago, because otherwise I could not appreciate my comfy bed. I'm also thankful for the loneliness I felt when I had no friends, because I wouldn't know how to value the ones I have now. This year, I'm thankful for the grocery store sweater from our first Christmas in the U.S. that reminds me to always appreciate what I have. And I'm also thankful for that first Thanksgiving that we had in the U.S. Because even though I don't really remember the details of that day, I remember one thing for sure. I was with my family, and we were there for each other. It was a hard time, and we got through together, just like we will get through together again. 
I hope this little story brings you some sort of comfort if you're planning to be alone or in a reduced amount of company this year. And you know, there's one more thing that I forgot to say I'm thankful for. I'm definitely thankful for all those people that are out there working on Thanksgiving Day. And most of them are going to be working at hospitals, clinics, or medical locations around the country, around the world for that matter, taking care of people. And we really appreciate you. Thanks for listening to another episode of Diferente. If you enjoyed this episode, let me know on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at Maribel underscore QS. And if you haven't yet, don't forget, show me some love by clicking those five stars in the reviews. I know I've said it before, but it really makes a difference when other people are discovering new shows. Until next time, remember to be curious and courageous in your growth journey. And let me know how you're going to be celebrating Thanksgiving in this 2020 crazy style and what you're thankful for. Thank you.